So, welcome back to another episode of uh, the turbulent thoughts of this guy. Um, I recently actually gotten back from work and uh, got in conversation with one of my uh, co-workers. I'm pretty new at this job, so uh, we're still getting to know each other, and he sort of uh, has a, a few points that we share, and that's nice. Uh, you know, a pretty cool guy to get to talk to. Um, anyway, so we got to around to how we've observed people and uh, how they react to politics. And we both kind of have the same point of view to where we kind of stand neutral um, but we watch it tear our friends apart from the inside out. Um, not only friends, but just acquaintances and so on. And I, I, I speak from, uh, from watching this happen to a couple of my friends, and it's, it's very unfortunate. This is why I just have a huge distaste for politics. I don't, like, hate it. Uh, I, I understand everything has its purpose, um, you know, all that fun stuff, but when I really get down to it, I really dislike it because I've, I've watched people change. It, uh, it has this way about it to where it can bring out this animosity, this hate inside of people, and it brings it forth. And I've seen seemingly nice people just become so two-faced and, uh, and when they start putting their policies and what they believe in out there, it it, it really, really changed who that person was. Uh, for instance, I was the best man at a wedding, and it was a real honor. Everything was really nice. I met a gentleman who happened to be one of the other, uh, you know, uh, groomsmen. And he was in the wedding party, which was really nice. And then all of a sudden, I later got to understand, uh, weeks later, as a matter of fact, well, this guy... I mean, he seemed like a nice guy. He shook his hand. He he seemed like he liked to be the center of the attention. You know, he really knew how to grab attention from everybody in the room. Uh, he was very tall, athletic, uh, African-American man. And, you know, that that's great. Uh, but later on, weeks later, all of a sudden, you know, my one of my best friends, he, he the one who got married, he, he showed me, you know, this text strain of a him and about like, I don't know, maybe six or seven other people texting each other. And politics was one of the main subjects. It was reoccurring. Um, and it was very unfortunate to have to see how that person really showed his true colors when this started to happen. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, he's in college. He seems like he's getting an education, but... I had to witness him throwing and regurgitating information around, okay? There's a difference between uh, being knowledgeable and informed and and just regurgitating information. You know, you just take something you've read or you heard and you make up your mind to believe this and set your, set your faith into it. And uh, that's a very strong thing. And then you will get into a conversation later to where you throw that and regurgitate it out again. And you'll even put your own be opinion behind it. And now this information has become a part of who you are. And it's of a system in which you hardly even have an effect on. And yeah, it, it kind of affects you in some passive ways. <clears throat> but it's just insane. I mean, I saw this guy who... 
he he was a groomsman at at my best friend's wedding. And then he later on went on to insult this guy, my my best friend, in in a few different ways. I mean, it was it was day after day he would insult his intelligence. He would say, you're not educated enough to be in this conversation, things of that nature. And that was upsetting, but it's not my place to say anything. And, and you know, my best friend was, he's like, no, I'll handle it. And uh, <clears throat> and it, generally, my best friend likes to stay pretty neutral about subjects such as politics. He will, like, sort of, like, have a little fun jab every once in a while. He'll kind of instigate things, but he's just having fun, and he makes that clear. Now, the other gentleman, uh, if I can really call him that, uh, took jabs at his his personality, who he was, his identity, his education, uh, his color, his his background, his uh, his family's wealth. Uh, it, it is so many different things, and these just started to take on from all right. That was a joke. Okay, that was just an argument. Okay, this guy is taking personal jabs now. Like, just my opinion. And I'm no expert in, in psychology and all these things, but when you when someone runs out of information to, you know, return the volley as uh, discussions and arguments seem to have, you know, a little bit of back and forth, a counterpoint is expected. But when you run out of that, when you have little material to work with, you get frustrated. <clears throat> and then you'll notice their voice or their tone gets more serious or they'll get louder because uh, people with little information, uh, people who are running out of options decide to get more violent by nature and they'll raise their voice. Then they'll start name calling. They'll take those personal jabs. They're now flipping the attention onto something else to divert the attention away from the fact that they don't have anything else to say. There's no more comments. There's no more information. There's no more valuable input. So instead of saying, hey, actually, here's a counterpoint for you, they'll just go, actually, you're just a dumbass. You're not educated enough to be here. Go away. Uh, they're, they're, it's just they're embarrassed. Um, either that or they're very emotional. They'll let their emotional uh, feelings just overflow what they are, who they are, what they're trying to say, what the point really is. So either they're very ignorant, uh, they lack the information, maybe they're just super, super emotional. But this had just come up in conversation today. I just wanted to throw out a quick little recording, a little bit about what I think of politics. And this is why I don't like it. It changes people. It brings on another side of them. And believe me, look at the news today. Now today is 7-19-2019. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's very, very disappointing to see, I mean, all of the news, all over social media, a bunch of rights making fun of lefts, lefts making fun of rights, everybody making fun of liberals, liberals throwing hate left and right. <clears throat> That's something in this system that we've really got to break. This constant wheel of people throwing insults at each other. They're labeling each other. Democrat, Republican, liberal, independent, left, right, center, fucking home base. I don't care. 
But when you start labeling people, you separate yourself from them. Sounds a little familiar. Segregation. We have to separate into different parties, and you have to disagree with the other one. That's generally how people see it, whether they are aware of it or not. But it's it's very sad. It's very disappointing to see that <clears throat> certain people decide to fall into that system. And the most effective cage, the, the best prison that you can ever be put into is the one that you don't know that you're in. And this system has everybody throwing hate at people that they do not know. And I don't know if it's by design or not. Could be. Uh, but it's just very sad to see people bring this hatred out of them just because other people uh, don't have the exact same opinions or views. Everybody has come from their own walks of life, and for the most part, generally people are good. And maybe not everybody agrees with me, but maybe it's the whole nature versus nurture, I think. Just bring someone up with, you know, in a decent surroundings without feeling like they have to fight their way to the top all the time or be super competitive with everybody and hey you're a little snowflake you have to be the number one it doesn't care like you shouldn't care who you should step on in order to get yourself ahead that's the mentality of a lot of americans nowadays you know look out for you and your own and that's it everybody else you know fuck them that's kind of the idea the mentality in america and uh whether or not americans choose to believe that or not or acknowledge it <clears throat> That's kind of what uh, I feel like, <clears throat> let's say, capitalism really presents. They call it, you know, a competitive market, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, cool. That's that's great. Uh, have you ever played a video game? Have you ever been in uh, sports? Uh, you know, it brings out a certain side of us. And that's nice. Uh, keep it in sports, you know. Keep it in, in certain things. Competing is good for someone. Keep it in competitions. We should not be doing that in politics. We should be debating. We should be having discussions. But these should be in a certain manner. Not pointing fingers. Not name-calling. Not accusations. Just say, hey, this policy is being presented because it seems like it makes sense. Here's generally what it is. Lay it out in all of its little specifics. And then if somebody wants to talk about that, okay, great. Let's, let's bring up your opinion. Not... Oh, you think this, so you must be the other side. There is no other side, okay? Because Democrats can agree with policies, uh, policy, I'm sorry. Yeah, Democrats can agree with certain policies that Republicans do. And vice versa. And with liberals, I mean all of them. Um, now, what do you call that? And I'm sure that... The ideocracy will eventually evolve into, uh, oh no, I'm a right leftist, uh, I'm a Republican, Democrat, slash liberal, like I, I, all these subcategories, I feel like they're going to be invented because they have to separate people even further with these labels. Why can't you just say, I, I pay attention to politics, or politicians be like, alright, great, why have these parties, I mean, just agree or disagree with certain policies? 
I, I still don't really get how Republicans and Democrats are so different. It's just, I, what is a party? I mean, th- it, it's all ideas. It's, it's nonsensical. And it really frustrates me when I hear people like, oh, I'm, I'm far-right Republican. Oh, I'm, I'm super, super left. What do you mean? What? Listen, it doesn't have to be all these labels, all these separate ideas. I mean, what you should be doing is looking out for the common good of America, your country. The government is going to be ruling that. And right now they're ruling these, quote, parties and making them go to war and it's 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 like a civil war i mean uh, i feel like that's what it's heading towards with all this all this uh media that's covering it they like to say fake news and oh it's the democrats oh it's the republicans oh yeah fuck them they're they're just trying to make us look bad uh what are we even talking about anymore can we look back at the policies please why if you have to run for president do you have to choose a party why not just be like, hey, these are the policies I agree with. Here is my message. This is the goal. This is what my priorities are. You shouldn't have to establish yourself as a certain party. I mean, that doesn't even say much. Hey, I'm a Democrat. Um, okay, what, what does that mean? What, what do you believe in? I want to know who you are other than what party you belong to. That tells me almost nothing about your, your priorities, your... Your prerogative, what what you intend to do, I need to know your policies. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of ill-informed people who are labeling each other, name-calling. I mean, I mean, just calling someone either a Republican or a Democrat it almost sounds insulting. And if you keep belittling, and if you keep insulting, and uh, yelling, and, and arguing uh, senselessly, then we're not going to get the progress in which uh, a nation needs. It's just the opposite. It's regressing. Uh, notice I, I use the word segregation a couple of times because it's just another form of that. And it's really, really sad to see, even with all these veterans uh, in office, I mean, congressmen, House of Representatives, people have been in politics for decades, and they can't see these giant ideas that are just weighing down on them. I don't know. I mean, it's how the system's been running, but I mean, I feel like the cogs are just running faster and it's just not being well-maintained. You have to throw some changes in there, strip off those labels, because otherwise people are just going to be more and more separated, more aggravated at each other, and eventually we're going to have a march on the White House and another civil war breakout. I I may be being dramatic, but at the same time, it's... It's not too far-fetched. I mean, I'm, I'm watching people create these videos um, just cussing out the other side of whatever they, they are. And it's like, okay, well, what if somebody were to walk up to you? I mean, I, I've, I've, I've seen people are just like, oh, okay, you're Republican. I'm a Democrat, uh, hypothetically speaking. I just saw a video the other day, and the Republican almost attacked him just for saying that. It was like, whoa, you don't know that person. You don't. I mean, they could claim Democrat. I mean, maybe they don't even know what it is. And and they they, they flipped out. They were like, oh, oh, you did this. It's like, whoa, relax. Take a deep breath. I don't know where all this animosity is coming from. 
well, it's hatred has been built up to. And I mean, aside from media and, and all these labels that are really just making people feel threatened, like, oh, they're threatening my way of life. And uh, those people are socialists, they're communist. And these are scary words because a bunch of propaganda. I mean, if you don't know the history, look it up about where this whole idea of, you know, oh, socialism and communism, those are very scary words. And uh, the less educated people will keep on continuing claiming what's good and what's bad. And maybe you should just freshen up on your ideas. Do your research. Figure out how you feel about words and what we've labeled certain things. Redefine them. And if other systems have grown up to be amazing systems that work out for other countries, we should look at that, look at our own history, look at other countries' history, and say, what have we learned? What works? What didn't work? Is there something we can do to change our entire system? Because when you, <clears throat> when you're running a computer, and it's a new model, uh, a very nice PC that you just got. And then eventually, like 10, uh, not 10, uh, let's say five, six years down the line, it's it runs a bit slower. It, uh, it needs some updates. Some of the parts in here just aren't compatible anymore. They, you need better processing. There's a lot more data running through here. You need better RAM in order to run new systems and new programs that you've installed. This computer just won't cut it forever. Either you edit it, you get a new one, and start from scratch. Or, I mean, you obviously see what I'm doing here. You need to change. And I'm not talking about pass a few laws. I'm not talking about, okay, let's uh, do another little budget cut, move money around. We're talking about changing the system itself. Stripping it down to its bones, making sure that our infrastructure stays well, our economy stays good, and that's something that I could appreciate about uh, about Trump and whatnot. Uh, as far as I know, I'm not saying I know everything, but it seems like he's sticking to his word a lot of, on a lot of things. Uh, aside from his personality, which needs some work in my opinion, but otherwise, I mean, his policies seem to be doing all right, and uh, I don't have a lot of qualms with that. But regardless, the system itself, rather than just the president, because we all seem to be putting a lot of weight on few people's names. And really, it's the system that I think, I mean, the whole government, <clears throat> talking about left, right, demos, rep Republican, yada, yada. I mean, why not take policies from other governments rather than just trying to juggle our own? We need to change a few things out. Update. Reform. I mean, it, it's just kind of ridiculous that you would keep on using the same system, the same equipment, the same PC, and expect it to keep working. It's like, oh yeah, I've, I haven't run an update in about four years. I haven't, I haven't switched out my RAM. Oh yeah, I need more memory space. There, there's a lot of new stuff going on here. I, I mean, it's just senseless to expect the same results. Yes, we are a great country, uh, respectively. In some senses, I mean, our education system is failing. We have you know, high, high incarceration, a reincarceration rate. I mean, we have the most prisons ever. A lot of our funding is going towards that, and we're like, where's the funding going to come from? 
okay, maybe if we had a better, you know, system as far as uh, keeping people out of prison rather than just like, oh, we need to trap these animals. Well, I think we're kind of making those animals. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on here. But anyway, I'll try to stay on the topic of politics and how I dislike it because it changes people. And people like to think that uh, because they're into politics that they are educating themselves. Well, really, in a way, I feel like you are uh, submitting yourself to the opinions of others rather than taking that information, studying it for yourself, developing your own opinion on it. Now, a lot of people are scared to develop their own opinion. They'll rather just listen to other people's policies and what they think about them, and then they'll decide if they agree or disagree rather than making up their own merit their, their their own idea about it maybe you even want to edit it a little bit maybe maybe it's just all you uh just in speculation of the entire circus that we've developed here it's just frustrating when i see <clears throat> um i'm sorry it's just someone had come to mind and someone i really respect Someone that I, I really care for uh, from a distance. Now I've seen a lot of changes in this in this person, in this man, which I, I respected so much. And political views have been somewhat of an outlet for this person. And I see that there's a lot more going on, understandably. But it also makes me very sad slightly disappointed to see how how enveloped this person has become in other people's opinions <clears throat> and how angry this person allows himself to get at just the idea of certain things and I get it certain things are infuriating that happens but you take a deep breath you realize that you're an adult and that you're better than name-calling and pointing fingers because that's not really going to do a lot aside from make you look obnoxious, insecure, ill-informed, closed-minded, and uh, a bunch of other things in which I wouldn't want to say further on, but it just really disappoints me that I see this happening to people that I've known for a long time. And so I see this long-term effect when they start to take a turn towards that whole view in politics. They really change. <clears throat> and I, I haven't seen anybody thus far that has really gotten really into it and hasn't turned into... Uh, this disgruntled ball of hate, you know, just because someone doesn't agree with you does not mean that they threaten your way of life. Just because someone disagrees with you doesn't mean that they hate you or that you should hate them because they disagree with you. It just means you need a conversation. You need either a new perspective or you need to share your perspective. And that's why I like the Socratic method, a Socratic conversation. Instead of belittling someone because they share a different opinion of you or maybe even they are wrong you don't need to say you're wrong that's stupid you're stupid 
these are very counterproductive because at that point, I mean, what, is, what does someone naturally do? They clam up. And what do you see all these children we call politicians in the news nowadays? We, we see them insulting each other, pointing all these fingers. And um, what do you get? A bunch of people just yelling at each other, disagreeing. I mean, it's, it's a freaking zoo in the U.S.'s uh, uh, politics lately. And it's very disappointing because these are the people in which all these kids are looking up to. Even people in college. People who are interested in politics. This is what they have to look up to. And it's a fucking circus. It's, it's very disappointing. I mean, they're setting the standard for what is to be tomorrow's politics. Future generations. And what they're really leaving behind is a legacy. And that's uh, pretty frustrating. So... I don't know, um, seeing people personally change in my own life because I've seen them a long-term effect on uh, certain people and how they see things. Now, that's great if you get into it. That's great if you share your opinion. But, I don't know, maybe use the Socratic uh, the method in which I sort of brought up before where instead of belittling them and insulting them, maybe you bring about your own ideas in the form of a question. Hey, have you ever considered X, Y, Z? Because what you said now, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Um, what did you mean by this and this? And have you ever thought of this? Did you ever take in consideration A through C before you started forming that opinion here? Where did you cite your source? Is that reliable? Ask questions. Understand why this person thinks what they do. And eventually, believe it or not, I've tried this time and time again, they start to form a new opinion, their own opinion. You can literally force someone to think for themselves. You will be surprised how many people do not think for themselves. They take other people's opinions. They'll acquire it as their own. They'll regurgitate it onto other people. And this is where you get those people who insult each other, who don't really have much information. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>